You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Do you know what I was going to talk about today? I was going to talk a little bit about stray animals in particular. Everybody knows about stray dogs and stray cats, but do you know other animals stray as well? And um, I had an experience myself very recently of a, a rabbit that strayed into the middle of Bray. You wouldn't think that was possible, would you? But somebody living in the middle of Bray, very close to Bray Main Street, looked out the window and there was a rabbit hopping down the pavement, hopping around the place. Well, you get the, the idea of sort of pet birds uh, escaping out of the house and things like that. And of course, the raven was startled on his way to Ashford uh, to film uh, mm. in the movie The Vikings. Mm. And it took several days for Edward, uh, the guy in Kilmac, to, to get it back. And he finally has. It was found in Glencullen. Right. So those, the ravens strayed but came back, or yeah. at least it was captured back. I mean, the, the whole thing is that animals obviously can't talk. If a human strays off somewhere, um, maybe a child or whatever, somebody can say to them, well, where do you live? But animals can't communicate, so... If they do wander off, well, you know, they're well and truly lost and, and, and they can't find their own way home and they can't tell you where they live. Um, and so, like I say, this rabbit turned up. It's a little black rabbit, actually. If anybody living in the Bray area has lost a little black rabbit, you know, we've got him and we'd, we'd really like him to go to his original home. And if not, if anybody else wants to take in a, a, a little black rabbit as a pet, you're welcome to him because he's, he's used up his B&B allowance with us now. Um, but I, I, the thing about it is that I, the message I think I'd like folk to take in is that, you know, um, remember that animals can escape and if they do escape from your garden, they can very easily get lost, and it can be very, very, very hard to find them again. And I think this is all about a very, very strong argument in favour of microchipping anything. Microchip anything. Um, in fact, you know, I, I'd say not just dogs and cats, but you could put microchips in rabbits, in um, parrots, and tortoises, and reptiles. In fact, I was just thinking as I was talking to you, I could even put a microchip into my Samsung Note. That would be a good idea, wouldn't it? So somebody can scan my note and say, ah, that belongs to Pete. Microchips are great technology and um, they become relatively inexpensive and they last a lifetime. So, you know, you might think that your rabbit is never going to hop out of your garden, but, you know, rabbits can gnaw, gnaw holes in cages, they can um, wriggle under hedges. So it works when somebody finds it, brings it to a vet or somewhere like that, and they can just scan it and say, oh, it points to that address. Well, what it is, it's not, it's, it actually is only just a barcode. It's not a satellite tracker. You can get satellite trackers for pets, but they're quite big. They'd be like a small mobile phone, I suppose. So, you know, you can put them. You can get them in, in dog collars, so, uh, and they're kind of tamper-proof dog well, why, collars. Well, why are they that big? Because you hear about these people putting rings and things on birds, and they have a transmitter in it or whatever. Yeah. They're really small. Y y yeah, but they... They're, they're small, but they're not tiny small. Like, a microchip is like a grain of rice small. It's so small that it can be implanted under the skin, and it's, it's you know, um, it's invisible, and the animal doesn't know it's carrying it. Whereas all of those transponder-type things, they, I think the little ones you're talking about, they're probably v very expensive. Um, the ones that are available, I suppose, for a reasonable price, maybe less than a couple of hundred euro, those ones, they're, they're still... Um, you know, a box of matches size, big enough, big enough that you wouldn't be able to put them on um, things like rabbits or, or cats without causing them some degree of um, discomfort, I suppose. Anyway, most people don't need that. All that you need is for the animal to be somehow connected back to you. And the barcode, which is what the microchip effectively is, allows that to happen. Because what happens is you, um, a vet or somebody else with a scanner will, will, will get the 15-digit code by scanning the pet. And once they've got that code, they can key that into the computer, 
on, uh, and go on the internet, assuming, of course, they've got broadband, which you mightn't have in some parts of Wicklow, but once you've got broadband or internet connection, you put the microchip number in and you get the owner's name and address, as long as they've bothered to put it on the database in the first place. So, um, and most people do. When you get your pet microchipped, part of the process is you get instructed on how to put your details onto the database. And if you do that, you will never lose your pet. And, you know, that's really what we should be aiming for. Remember a few weeks ago there was a story um, with Mary Coughlin involved with this cat turned up that had been hit by a car. And it was microchipped and, and its, its owner actually lived in Sheffield in the UK, so it was quite complicated. But nonetheless... Through the microchip, we were able to contact the owner, and the cat went home and is currently living happily ever after. Put so, on your headphones there. Um, um, Marie is on red, and uh, I know you, you don't give out animals sort of willy-nilly and things, oh. um, uh, but Marie is on the line, and maybe an interest in the uh, rabbit. Hello to you, Marie. Hi, Pete. Hi, it's Marie here from Newtown and Kennedy. Uh, my daughter would love the rabbit. I actually saw you on Ireland AM with it yesterday. Oh, did you? It's a cute little yeah. thing, isn't it? <laughs> oh. Oh, right. A bad line. <laughs> Um, and she has lots of ground, and uh, she has hens, and she's got dogs, and like a cat, and uh, they all work wonderful together. So, um, if you're interested in having um, their rabbit home, she'd be delighted to take Sure. Well, listen, you stay on the line there and pass on your details to... To, to the producer, the show producer here, yeah, and, and I, we'll have to do one of those home checks. You know, have to make sure you're a suitable Absolutely. person to own this little rabbit. <laughs> I'm quite yes. involved with it, and I'm really concerned about his personal welfare. But oh, I can understand that because uh, I actually have a dog that I got from the WSPCA about three or four years, and it's the best thing I ever did. Well, you sound like a very good rabbit owner, so hopefully this will work out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, thank, thank you. Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks, Marie. Best of luck with that. Okay, okay thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. And uh, that sounds like a nice happy home anyway. Indeed. <laughs> so, there you go. That's that one. And we'll just have to hope that the real owner doesn't turn up now. Because <clears throat> this is the other... I, th yeah. I think sometimes people I've, actually... I've, uh, by the way, I've cut her off. Oh, she's gone. Press the round button there. So, she's going to ring back, aren't you, Marie, to Claire? All okay, right. thank you. Um, yes, the, the, the thing is that... Um, People don't. People. People sometimes I think might actually deliberately let animals go because they don't want to keep them anymore, and that's an unfortunate thing. And I think that may be what's happened with this rabbit. That somebody's just had enough of them, and they think somehow that it's fair to let the animal take its chances in the big wide world. It really isn't fair to do that because animals aren't pet animals aren't able to cope by themselves, and all you're doing is you're either con either giving the animal a bad experience of of being you know cold and alone and hungry, or you're just handing the the, the issue of the animal care on to some other person who, who happens to find them and it's just not the right thing to do. So whether you've got a dog or a cat or a rabbit that you don't want, don't stray them. Do talk to animal welfare groups who are usually happy to help you out in one way or another. Okay. Thanks very much indeed, Pete. Thank you.